Welcome to Curious Psalms, a podcast where we practice reading and praying this wonderful prayer book of God's people. I'm your host, Matt, and joining me for a conversation on Psalm 39 today is Joan Curry. Joan is one of our elders here at Grant Springs, and her gentle presence is an incredible gift to all of us here at the church. She likes to read, she likes to garden, and she just told me she also enjoys walking her dog, Paco. I know as you hear her reflections, you'll be struck by her wisdom, and I'm so glad that she allowed me to twist her arm to come and be a guest on the podcast. So without further ado, here's Joan reading Psalm 39. I said, I will watch my ways and keep my tongue from sin. I will put a muzzle on my mouth while in the presence of the wicked. So I remained utterly silent, not even saying anything good, but my anguish increased. My heart grew hot within me. While I meditated, the fire burned. Then I spoke with my tongue. Show me, Lord, my life's end and the number of my days. Let me know how fleeting my life is. You have made my days a mere handbreadth. The span of my years is as nothing before you. Everyone is but a breath, even those who seem secure. Surely everyone goes around like a mere phantom. In vain they rush about, heaping up wealth, without knowing whose it will finally be. But now, Lord, what do I look for? My hope is in you. Save me from my transgressions. Do not make me the scorn of fools. I was silent. I would not open my mouth. For you are the one who has done this. Remove your scourge from me. I am overcome by the blow of your hand. When you rebuke and discipline anyone for their sin, you consume their wealth like a moth. Surely everyone is but a breath. Hear my prayer, Lord. Listen to my cry for help. Do not be deaf to my weeping. I dwell with you as a foreigner, a stranger, as all my ancestors were. Look away from me that I may enjoy life again before I depart and am no more. Joan, welcome to Curious Psalms. Thank you, Matt. I mentioned in the introduction that I had to twist your arm a little bit. Yes, you did. It wasn't too much twisting, though. You're a very (laughs) generous person, and you said, I'll give it a try. Okay, and here I am. And here you are. Mm -hmm. At one point, you checked that it was edited, and then there was some relief in your voice when I did say, you know, if it doesn't work, it's fine. We can work something out. But here's my confidence. I'm going on record here at the top of the episode. We're not going to have to throw this one out. We're going to go through. It's going to be good. No, I'm really grateful that you're willing to have a conversation about this psalm, which they are all interesting. But this one, this one, I find they're all interesting in different ways. And this one has some interesting layers to it that I'm excited to get into. So why don't we just dive into our first question? How does that sound? Okay. Mm -hmm. Joan, tell me, what stood out to you in reading this psalm? Well, this one was interesting because I was not, it was not one that I was really familiar with. Yeah. But then as I was reading through it a few times, I I think I was struck by just the the transitions. Yeah. You know, the movement from he was being silent. Mm -hmm. So, but then the more he was silent, the more his heart burned, Mm. you know, it's like whether he was anxious or angry or whatever, but he had to he had to get it out. So then he p- starts, you know, pouring out to God. Yes. Like um, 
sort of like, who am I? I'm just a breath, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. I'm like a puff of smoke, you know? And that type of thing. And then right in the middle, you have this, but my hope is in you, mm. you know? In verse seven, my hope mm-hmm. is in you. And it goes on, you know, forgive me for my transgressions. Yeah. So, and then the tone changes again, and it's more like, you know, he's he's being disciplined like from God. Yes. And he's, you know, please release me from this discipline. Uh-huh. But then it moves to the very last where it's like he's, he's now sort of humbling himself before God. Hmm. So, so it goes from the you know, sort of self-imposed discipline of silence to more like he's become a little bit more humble before God. Oh, wow. That's, I love that. I love, it's so helpful, I think, often in the Psalms to chart out, not all of them have this element, but Mm -hmm. the way that you just chart out the movements. Yeah. And to put the end and the beginning in conversation with each other is super interesting. Mm -hmm. I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. And the middle is oftentimes in Psalms interesting too, because the middle sometimes it's very important it's you know there's a transition there right stuff yeah it wouldn't be shocking really you know you talked about verse seven this but now lord what do i look for my hope is in you Mm -hmm. in some sense that verse it stands out for not really being congruous with the rest of what's going on around it you know it's kind of got it's preceded by this i'm but a breath like almost like a why do you care (laughs) kind of cry exactly and then it's followed by this like yeah now i'm being disciplined Mm -hmm. but then in the midst of it there's sort of this you know i'm still kind of being faithful to you tone my my hope is still in you yeah Mm -hmm. which in some sense i think is kind of pointing backwards and forwards like that's Mm -hmm. kind of a key marker of the psalmist posture isn't it in the Mm -hmm. midst of it yeah. Uh, yeah, when you talk about, I love I love the phrase puff of smoke, because mm-hmm. that verses four through six really stood out to me. And it was maybe coming off my conversation with Q for Psalm 37, which in that case, it was kind of almost a wisdom psalm about the mm-hmm. wicked who prosper and who yes. are successful, right? It reminded me a little bit of like Solomon and Ecclesiastes, yes, you right. know, vanity, vanity, yeah. you know? Yeah. So- in fact, it's the exact same word. That's a, that's a good intuition because it's mm-hmm. the same Hebrew word being used here, right? That that everything is but a breath. That's the same word that's then used in Ecclesiastes for, mm-hmm. yeah, hevel is the word, but you can't hold on to it. It's smoke. Mm-hmm. It's uh, just but breath. And I was just struck, like, how comfortable the psalmist is going to that place. Like, culturally, I think in the culture that you and I live in mm-hmm. here in 21st century America, death is relegated to... Uh, far off places, by which I mean, uh, we relegate it to places like hospitals or special homes, right? It's separate, so much separated from our life. And it's not something that people, uh, if you go up to a person on the street and start having a conversation about, hey, aren't we but breath? Aren't we short lit? Like you're gonna get some weird looks, right? Because culturally we don't think about it a lot. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. we don't like to. And yet here it's just such a natural part of the psalmist's prayer. In fact, the, the thing that starts flowing out when he sort of unstops the bottle so to speak Mm -hmm. is in fact a meditation on Mm -hmm. that my days are numbered and in fact he's asking god that this part really gets me the verse four show me lord my life's end and the number of my days let me know how fleeting my life is so not only am i thinking about it but lord i need to think about it in order to kind of properly orient my life and i just thought wow what a contrast to the ways not that i'm saying we need to like take on kind of a particular kind of morbidity you know and mm-hmm. uh and be constantly kind of 
wallowing and thinking about our limitations and those things. Yeah. But but it's good to recognize our limitations in the presence of God. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah mm-hmm. absolutely. And it draws, I think it connects to what you were saying at the end, that there's a kind of chastened humility, mm-hmm. right? And when we don't think about our limits, then it's very easy to get pretty, pretty high and mighty mm-hmm. and confident in our abilities, right? So... Yeah. yeah, I was really drawn to that particular, those particular verses and the way they contrasted. But mm-hmm. if that's if that's us, though, there's also plenty about God, I think, in any of the Psalms. So maybe yeah, we yes. can uh, explore our second question. What do we learn about God from this Psalm? I think that we can be honest with God. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we can just pour out our hearts, our questions, our frustrations, yeah. We're not going to, you know, not, we're not going to threaten God. We're not mm. going to necessarily make me make him angry. You know, it, he wants us to be honest before him. You know, when we come before yeah. him with our honesty, then he is able to sort of help us work through it. Mm. You know, whereas if we hold back from him, you, you know, we're struggling. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the welcoming the welcoming kind of hospitality of God I think is seen so often in these prayers where it is like would I would I should I pray that <laughs> am I allowed yeah. to pray that yeah right? and over and over uh-huh. the psalms seem to be saying yes yes yeah. yeah that's what's great about the psalms is because you learn that in the psalms that uh-huh. you can say anything you know you can pour your heart out to God so. yeah I, I'm curious what you maybe we can talk a little bit because my reflect I was thinking about for this question verse 13 the final verse mm-hmm. of the psalm so this translation is look away from me that i may enjoy life again before i depart and am no more i was like what a weird final verse look away yeah. from me that i may enjoy life again and i was yeah wrestling with that i'm like what does that it feels like there is actually something we learn about god in there and i was wondering and maybe you can help help me kind of put words to this in a way that makes sense but I did think that sometimes on our journey towards God, we can kind of, we can experience almost the oppressiveness of God, mm-hmm. by which I don't mean necessarily that he is being heavy handed or, you know, not loving because he is perfectly loving and cares for us. But that in our, in our experience, in this case, the psalmist is experiencing some discipline. Mm-hmm. It seems like the psalmist seems comfortable saying like, I probably deserve it. <laughs> like it's yeah. not sort of like, don't discipline me because I'm innocent, uh-huh. but we can experience, yeah, it's almost like God can feel heavy handed. As I think about that, one of the important things is that it does feel like it's a place on the journey, but it's not the end point. Mm-hmm. In other words, part of what humbles us sometimes is recognizing the disparity between God and sometimes feeling kind of the heavy handedness. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think about that? Yeah. Well, kind of interesting. I was recently watching an interview with John Voight, the actor. Oh, yeah. You know, uh-huh. and he he's a Christian and he talked about his Christian life and, and how that happened. And he was going through at one point of his life, he's going through like divorce and career changes and a lot of things. And he said he was literally on the floor uh-huh. going why is this so hard why is this hmm. so hard and he actually heard God's voice saying because it's supposed to be oh wow <laughs> <laughs> how and encouraging he, yeah well but and he, you know you yeah but he said you know at that moment he did experience a lot of peace because it was huh. like oh okay is life hard. is not supposed to be easy yeah. and especially if God is disciplining us and teaching us mm. It's not easy, yeah. you know, and we do get the, oh, please look away. Give me a break for a little while. Yeah. You know, we do experience uh, those 
parts of our life, you know. Yeah. But yeah. it is where we learn, too. Right. And mm-hmm. I was, yeah, we were looking together at this commentary, Derek Kidner's commentary on Psalms. One of the really helpful things that he pointed out is, you know, God can discern our prayers. So in, mm-hmm. uh, in other words, his point here was this final verse, this verse 13, look away from me. God knows when it comes from the desperate place in our heart, you know, yeah. where we are overwhelmed. Yeah. And so in some sense, I think what we have, the psalmist is overwhelmed, right? Mm-hmm. This isn't an abandoning of God. We know that from verse seven. He's already right. said, my hope is in you. Yeah. But it is kind of an overwhelmed uh, person who says, look, look yeah, look, look away, away from, from me. me. Give me a break. And I, I think sometimes we we talk so much like our relationship with God should be kind of purely one of like consolation, of joy, of mm-hmm. happiness. Uh, if we're in right relationship with God, it's like, well, actually, like sometimes it can be it can be an overwhelming thing to encounter yeah. God. Right. So that really stood out to me as I, as I looked at this. It also reminded, reminded me of I don't know if you're familiar with this poem, but The Hounds of Heaven by Francis Thompson. No, it's a 19th uh. century poet, but basically the key image is like a like a hound chases a hare and is just kind of relentless mm-hmm. on the hunt. He analogizes that and it's like God who's just constantly chasing him through his life as he's trying to escape. And oh. it's it's not like a pleasant like we're out for a jog together. It's very much like a I'm trying to flee and you keep coming after me. Uh-huh. And I felt some of that even in this psalm, like yeah. this kind of the relent the relentlessness yeah. of God, which ultimately is a grace, but in the moment might not always be experienced no. that way. Yeah. No. And really God wants us to stop fleeing and come to him. Right. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a beautiful I mean, that's part of the journey, right? Mm-hmm. Is like at some point we pray that we all pause mm-hmm. <laughs> and turn around. I think of the story of the prodigal son here where yeah. there's in fact the embrace. Yeah. Uh, and the chase has been like for for that embrace, uh-huh. not for the sake of punishment. Uh, we started talking a little bit about prayer, which I think is really helpful, but maybe we can wrap with our third question, which is how does this psalm help us to pray? Well, I think it's because we know that we can be honest before God and pour out our hearts to God. And yeah. we don't, we don't have to hold anything back and we shouldn't hold back from God because he really knows it anyway. So. Yeah, yeah. It, it's really interesting to me. Like, I don't know if you had thoughts on the beginning of the psalm where he's like, I'm going to be silent. I'm not going to mm-hmm. say anything. Like the yeah. whole psalm starts off with the premise of like, I'm going to shut my mouth. Yes. And then it kind of, yeah, it's like he's like, okay, never mind. I, like I can't. It I can't. overflows. Yes. Which is a really interesting kind of image for prayer, I think, mm-hmm. of the sense of, like, it's almost like the psalmist is, he's kind of like, I'm having a hard time, but I'm not going to say anything bad about God to others. Mm-hmm. But now, like, in my meditation, when I'm with you, like, it's it's overflowing. out. Yeah. 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 And there's a sense in which I think prayer, prayer is kind of an unburdening, right? It's like, mm-hmm. it's an opportunity for us to take those, those hardest, even darkest parts of ourselves yeah. and being honest. That's not always an easy thing to do, I don't think, anyway. No, no, it's not. But it is definitely an unburdening. When you get, when you, when you can reach the point where you can do that, then. Yeah. Yeah. Often I read a psalm and I'd be so interested to hear, like, either the sequel or talk to the psalmist the next day, (laughs) right? And, like, the actual impact of praying in that way on them like what what would it be like to be unburdened of these things Mm -hmm. that they're wrestling with but then the psalmist he's obviously wrestling just like we're wrestling too yeah so yeah 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 
Yeah, I mean, the Psalms are an invitation into a journey, aren't they? They're mm-hmm. not, unfortunately, they're not the quick fix. They're not magic spells no. that sort of you say and that fix whatever you're feeling, are they? No. Yeah. They're not. Joan, any final thoughts on Psalm 39? Yeah. I guess my only thought when, after I looked at it and for a while, is like it takes us through so much in just yeah. these 13 verses. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, there is a lot. There's, I mean, in some sense, there's a lot of life in mm-hmm. just 13 verses, yes. right? Yeah. There's maybe a, a particular experience. Like but authors would take an entire novel to travel through as much as God travels through in 13 verses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That's, that's really well said. Mm-hmm. And I'm even struck just thinking about the ways that this can be prayed both by the young and the older, mm-hmm. right? Like there's a sense in which the prayer of show me lord my life's end and the number of my days mm-hmm. like all of us need need that so it's both that, yeah. just the the incredible applicability of the psalms to all of us mm-hmm. in a prayer is really remarkable too well mm-hmm. psalm 39 commend it to you listener it's <laughs> <laughs> a good one well thanks joan so much for having this conversation well thank you for inviting me yes my pleasure we'll have to have you back that's what that's what i'm going to start saying to everyone because i've still got uh this is psalm 39 so there's still what 111 to go yeah yeah you got quite a few left yeah (laughs) well let's conclude with these verses from the psalm part of the psalmist's reflection on his own mortality but then also remembering the central hope that he has surely everyone goes around like a mere phantom in vain they rush about keeping up wealth without knowing whose it will finally be. But now, Lord, what do I look for? My hope is in you. Go out and pray the Psalms. Mm-hmm.